Let's begin with the traditional beginning of the podcast. The banter. You put your left arm in. You put your right hand down. You, you put did your, your voice in the thing. And you shake it all around. You do a, a goofy, goofy movie movie minute. <laughs> Good morning, boys and girls. It's the Leaning Tower of Cheesa. Talk to me, talk to me, talk to me, baby. Perfect cast. Don't let him fool you with that buddy buddy act now. Under your thumb. Welcome back. It's been forever. I missed you. To a Goofy Movie Minute. I missed all of you. I missed a Goofy Movie. Uh, yeah. I feel like I barely know it anymore. Sorry, everybody, for the long hiatus. Uh, headquarters has relocated. We were celebrating the holidays, and this year, because we didn't want to offend anyone, we just celebrated all of them. Every holiday. Yeah. So we took a lot of time off of work and off of the podcast. And we're still celebrating some. Yeah, now we're celebrating early Groundhog's Day. Yeah, a lot of people don't know this, but Groundhog's Day is actually a 30-day celebration. Yeah. And each day you notice the shadow, a shadow of something else. That's true. For me, it's a 364-day celebration. Uh, it ends right when Groundhog's Day Eve begins. Groundhog Eve? Yeah, I celebrate privately. <laughs> so we're talking about... A minute of a goofy movie and everything that's in that minute. We're starting with minute 47. Yep. And it starts off rather dramatically. Ominously. Yeah. And the music does one of these notes. To add to the drama. The drama. Melodrama? Melodrama. No. No. Abrasive drama. I am one of those melodramatic fools. All right. So this minute starts with... A note... Caught in the tree branches that says I lied. And it ends with... Goofy preparing to make a proclamation. He's about to master the art of the toast. Yes. I couldn't have put it better myself. Toast taster, toast master. Pancake taster. Oh, yeah. (laughs) He's going to make a toast with his pancakes. So, like you said, this this minute starts off with uh, the paper that Max tore up and threw out the window... One specific piece of that paper gets caught right in the line of sight of us, the audience. Mm-hmm. And what do we see? It says, I lied. Shame on you, tree. Sorry, I lied, Roxanne. And you can see the car framed very nicely against the mountain. It really turned out to be a great camping trip, despite it being a terrible camping trip. Yeah. And this is the piece of paper that is him confessing that he lied to Roxanne but actually he just finished lying by changing the map yeah that's true so the lie changed because actually the lie he told Roxanne is no longer accurate now he is going to LA yeah because yeah swapped one lie out for the other lying to some other guy he's kind of like Indiana Jones with his lies yep really stealthily swap one swiftly and we'll see whether or not he gets away with it yes Or if he gets crushed by a boulder. And, you know, at the end of this camping trip, I think it's important to realize that that they just had a bad attitude about it. They got a free puppet show by Bigfoot, who never performs live. And and, and they had to sleep in the car, but it's not so bad. They got to eat. I heard that Bigfoot transitioned more to film, no longer a theater actor. Yep. So it was more of a personal preference. He was playing his hit 
trout mask yes yeah, pu- puppet show so yeah they didn't realize that they were watching history mm-hmm. yep the end of history and it was a really entertaining show it was funny it's like you know we talked about it but just anyway i think they should be a little more upbeat going to bed like well you know i think we just needed to readjust our expectations and this was quite a good trip so now we're going to the next scene which is the next day and it starts out with a shot from really far away in a sea of semi-trucks and inside looks like the semi-trucks have all swarmed around lonely little diner and truck stop truck stop and yes the way that the semi-trucks are situated is really bizarre yeah it's like every semi-truck in the country just sort of converged like like it was a magnet Mm -hmm. like they're not parked in a parking lot in an orderly way in any fashion and i was thinking about that kind of makes sense with how the map is drawn like there's no roads or anything these semi-trucks could have been coming from every direction. Where they're going, they don't have roads. Yeah. It's just like you sense it. Yeah. Your semi-senses start tingling and you you got to go there and get some jerky. Uh, get a shower. Get your weight on the fortune teller scale. So they're off of Highway uh, Route 66 now. Yeah. Highway 66. Yeah. I'm cool. And we used to live off of that that old highway. And so I've seen... Many a truck stop looking like this off of I-40. Yeah. And typically it's loves. Loves, but there are ones well, this one says eat at the diner. But there are a lot of ones that just say restaurant. Oh yeah. Like yeah. and it's like a restaurant is attached to the truck stop. The ones that aren't uh a chain like loves, or maybe even they are branded in some way. And then usually in the truck stop, there's either like a Chester's chicken or a subway or Maybe a Popeyes, or maybe a combination Chester's and Popeyes. Ooh, that doesn't seem even legal. And then, if or maybe even a Burger King. What? Oh yeah. And I remember that because one time I was on a road trip with some guys, and there was one of these combo restaurant Burger King places. We're debating where to eat, and my friend said, "Come on, guys, we can eat at Burger King anywhere. When else can we eat at restaurant?" <laughs> so we ate at restaurant. <laughs> Got oh. a nice tough steak. Sounds about. To par for, for a restaurant. Chicken fried, of course. Ooh. Um, so this restaurant in the movie, in the film, uh, is advertised by a sign that I believe says, eat here, get gas. <laughs> I just got that. Which I think is... <laughs> good. <laughs> I think is referring to the entire truck stop, but could just be referring to the restaurant. Just your digest. Yeah. Digestive track. So I and it's blurry, so I can't be sure that that's what it says, but I hope it's what it says because that's funny. Me too. And also coming in along with this day is fading a little bit of country music with a gentle lap steel. Yeah. And you ever notice how country music or Hawaiian music both have that gentle lap steel, and sometimes it gets a little lost in which one you're at because all you hear is the. Yeah. That's that's a good, I never really thought about that before, but you're right. It does the same kind of mood shift. Mm-hmm. We'll have to pay attention later on in the film for that. And this truck stop has gas and diesel, in case you were hoping to plan your trip there. Either one of those, you can get them. No Tesla charging station, though. And then we cut to one of the most beautiful shots in the whole movie. I know, yeah. Or interesting, at least. So probably the most interesting shot since that one that was... Inside the fish tank? Yeah. Or the squid tank? Uh, Do you want to say what it is? 
Yeah, the, so the first shot that we see in the diner is focused on the bell, like the orders up, ding, bell. And, yeah. Well, and you can see the, the reflection of the diner in that bell. Yeah, it starts, you don't even see the bell. It just looks like a fisheye lens. And then you hear the bell and everything shakes. The whole image on the screen shakes. Then it zooms out, revealing that it was the bell, and it was shaking because the bell was rung. Oh, but it yeah. just starts off like it's a fish islands again. Yeah. Like, and, I thought it was the earthquake alarm. And nope. I don't know if you know this, but most animated movies do not have cameras placed up in the air for establishing shots like this from the corner, fisheye <laughs> lenses, you know? Yeah. You just usually, it's just, you set it up, and then the two the characters are framed, and then that's just where the scene starts. But this movie is never like that. It's not workmanlike. There's so much detail. And I'm so happy to be in the diner because I feel like since the RV, and certainly like we had like Lester's Possum Park and On the Open Road and stuff, so many things where we had a million things to look at and talk about in the background. And since then, we've just kind of been in the forest. Yeah. <laughs> it's like there's something interesting happening, but there's not really that many cool things going on in the background. Certainly no interesting characters. But now we got a lot of those. Yeah. Yeah. Good to be back in civilization. Which, by the way, mm-hmm. how are they back in civilization? I'm guessing Bigfoot moseyed off once once the sun was coming up. And, and they, they get, were and found his, their keys. Okay. I was trying to, yeah. Packed up all their stuff. You think that would be time consuming? I would think it would be time consuming. And in this scene, we see the clock. And mm-hmm. it says it's like about 8.30. Yeah, it's like 8.25, but the hour seems too close to nine but but yeah i I took it as 825 yeah so it's still relatively early and you know what month it is i don't june does it say that the calendar says june oh their summer break starts late yeah that's what i was thinking or maybe this trip's been going on a long time already yeah um so the bell that rings earlier it's like one of those bellhop bells you know yeah and i just wanted to mention that our our dog rings one of those when he's hungry (laughs) Yeah, when he wants to get his food. Yeah. Shout out to Gambit if you're listening. Yeah. He's a dog. This movie's about dogs. Yeah, it's his favorite movie. Know your audience. But I really want him to get his own favorite movie because I want him to get a job and move out of the house too. He has his own life. (laughs) He's not my little boy anymore. Yeah. Um so what do you notice about the decor of this establishment? Well, it's a diner. It is your uh stereotypical no a quintessential diner i would say like it's got the the seats like the bar stools with the padded pillow kind of seat on red it. vinyl um it's got the case for pies and cakes that says pies and cakes fresh pies and cakes fresh pies and cakes and it's got that bar area where people can sit and eat their breakfast and stare at the wall or the uh, waitresses <laughs> Not- hey, don't be knocking the breakfast bar at a truck stop, this is more important than ever because so many people are there by themselves. But you get served so much faster. We have a diner here on Fort Collins that it takes forever to get a table at. But if you're willing to sit at the, the bar, you can get served anytime. There's, you know, you just, as long as there's an empty seat, you can go get it. And if you're with one other person, you can have a conversation. If you're with three people, you can't really have a good conversation. But yeah, you get served well, right in the front. I love it. And I, I mean, I've said this in a previous episode, but I worked at a diner for like nine months <laughs> were you a breakfast bartender yeah so i was a soda jerk so i was right there at that bar oh. and 
yeah, people would come up and sit there and you'd like kind of have conversation. It's a bar, but it's you're not a bartender. So it's like a different conversation yeah. that goes on. Um, and breakfast bars are just things you eat. Anyway, I'm not going to acknowledge that joke. Um, you kind of way you did and, that. And so like this diner in the movie is really similar to the one that I worked at. Like the seating, the bar, the Elvis in the corner. Except ours was cardboard. This one's a real man. Yeah. And he's smoking a cigar. <laughs> I did not notice that he was smoking a cigar. But but yeah, we had the pie case, all this stuff. And I, I kind of think about diners are a fairly common environment for movies. Mm. Like There are so many movies that end up in a diner scene somewhere along the way. I think they're a good set to get, you know? There's yeah. that one famous one. Uh, I don't know where it is. That that painting is of? Well, there's one that's like famous for tons of movies being filmed in it. Oh. Uh, And then... So like the Harry Met Sally one? Or no, I don't think that was filmed in New York. Never mind. And there's little diners that they would travel across the country and like you'd pull them basically to your Mm -hmm. car and then these really tiny ones and then they would just be all over and you still see some of them around. Uh, Yeah. But that's how they spread across well, this country i was thinking in movies it seems like a place it's like a calm place where the plot can change direction in some way so like mm. like it maybe is happening here it, it kind of happens in space balls pulp fiction yeah um space balls is where the alien pops out of his chest that's right that was a big <laughs> well, change well they're on the road um dumb and dumbers where the guy dies well that that's was, kind of it. No, that was the south of the border, but the diner was earlier oh, when yeah. they when they yeah yeah when they threw the salt at the guy yeah. and almost get into a fight. So it's like the plot changes. It's not just like oh let's take a break from the plot. It's usually they're heavily involved. It's a good point. It's like a regrouping time. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. That's true. And it, I was just trying to think. There are so many examples of movies pausing in a diner. So there's some other characters we mentioned. Elvis. The the four nuns. They're are, back. Are behind Max. What's our nun count at? I, I don't know. I couldn't remember. So we saw them at the Kmart, Kmart, unofficial Kmart, and we saw them on the open road. Did we see them on the park bench? Was that nuns or was that Those just old, old ladies? ladies? I think uh, it, but I think we've seen them one other time since then, too. Just like yeah. on the side of the... I don't know. So like, But it's I the same like, nuns. I don't... Um, I feel like our nun count is just how many times we've seen these nuns. Yeah, still. When was the last time you saw a nun? You know, if you were on a trip and you kept seeing the same person, it might be like someone from the CIA stalking you. Do you think these nuns are like uh, following them? I think they're way? angels. Uh, guardian angels. Watching out for them. Or they're on a sim- They're going to... Powerline. Yeah, they're going to Los Angeles to see Powerline. Well, spoilers, He's- they are at Powerline later. I'm pretty sure. Probably. I haven't he's... seen the movie fully in a while, actually. Don't you know he's the biggest rock star on the planet? Uh, Yeah, I heard that. Yeah. He's bigger than Jesus. That's what they said. Heard it from a nun. <laughs> Straight from the nun's mouth. <laughs> oh, man. I hope that con- that controversial statement doesn't come back to haunt the podcast and our legacy. Our goal is not sacrilege. No. It is uh, talking about a goofy movie. That's Ultimately, I would say we're more interested in that. Yeah. Yeah. So. Who else did you see? Uh, I saw uh, a weird mustache guy. Man with a nice mustache. Um, In my notes, it's a weird mustache guy. Because he's, 75% of his face is taken up by his lower jaw. 
his mouth his mouth is way up at the top at the 75 percentile okay of the face and then atop that that lip is a big old mustache mm. like a like the walrus and like a walrus mustache does yeah. that make sense properly rocking the monopoly mustache yeah oh yeah it's it's like the monopoly guy and he it, he's like a hybrid between the monopoly guy and a big old bullfrog <laughs> okay i'll take it and he's sitting across the table from looks like girl goofy oh yeah but you don't see their face yeah similar breed yeah could could be his sister yeah strange and sister. that's not the first time there was someone at school that looked kind of like a a goof type. Yeah, the piano player looked like Goofy with a mustache. Yeah. Evil yeah, goof. Yeah. I think that's just a way people look. There's you know, there's only so many ways people can look. Yeah. And especially in a movie where you're trying to convince them they all live in the same universe as Goofy, you might have some of them look a little bit like that guy. Yeah, it's probably a good idea. <laughs> but but uh, you don't see this one's face. So we've also got someone with, I don't want to say what their body shape is, but their overalls are gigantic. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> they're sitting at the breakfast bar next to someone you don't see their face at all but it looks kind of like a hybrid between fat albert are you talking Al- the, the orange and red yeah. i thought that looked like just a stack of clothes oh. like they like, like put a dummy there i thought it was like fat albert mixed with Mushmouth from fat albert oh okay because he's got the hat of Mushmouth and the colors of them but but yeah i thought i thought it looked like the kind of dummy that you would like Hide in your bed to convince your parents that there was someone there. Okay. <laughs> but he's just at the diner. There's like some kid trying to convince abandon. Someone. He's like trying to abandon his own road trip so he can get to the Powerline concert. Yeah. He's like, ah, this will fool him. Yeah. Maybe he set that up because he thought Goofy was going to sit next to him. Max did. <laughs> no, actually, Max seems a little, a little out of it. So when that bell goes off, we hear pick up. And, and then a voice says, hold your horses. Almost instantly, too. Yeah. It's like, the the food was placed, she says, pick up, she says, hold your horses. I'm like, how could this go any faster? It seems like a well-oiled machine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, do you know the phrase, hold your horses? I've heard it. You know what that means? Uh, literally, no. But oh. <laughs> I know it's uh, often used to say, please be more patient. Yeah. It means, wait a minute. Actually, I don't know what it means. But it started in 1844 in the United States. And originally, it was usually written as hold your hosses. Hold your hosses. Yeah. Um, but you're right. It means, wait, everyone knows that. Yeah. If you don't know that. Probably because you, if you like, like held your, oh, yeah, like yeah. holding the reins and stuff. You'd like pull back on them to, yeah. to be like saying, it's the same thing. Like hold as your saying, fire. Yeah. Or saying, whoa. Yeah. Pro- it's like hold your fire. Yeah. Or hold your lover in your arms. Not quite. Uh, hold your whiskey hold your tongue huh. yeah hold your liquor all of my examples are are following the same <laughs> yeah and you're veering <laughs> off the path i'm trying to think of uh <laughs> other things but that's fine let's move on so, so there's the the woman that says hold your horses yeah uh waitress yes i would hope female or, waiter or someone that just comes up and takes food at places mm-hmm. um but she's got this very unique voice. She does. It's like, hold your horses. Yeah. Like this raspy uh, old lady kind of voice. And Who is that old lady? Who's that? That's my old lady. Yeah. Um, that is Florence Stanley. Hmm, that's a very old name. Yeah, doesn't it? So she's been, well, she's uh, no longer with us. 
No longer with anyone. She's dead. <laughs> uh, she was a film, or she was a theater and film and TV actress uh, starting in the 1940s. Wow. So she started out in theater and has been acting, or acted for pretty much her whole life. Uh, she did a few roles, um, but the one, the main one that was worth mentioning to me was the show Dinosaurs. Oh, Dinosaurs. Remember that, sh- that weird Puppets, show? Puppets. Yeah. Pu- people, it's kind of like Ninja Turtles, but a sitcom. Yeah, very strange show. And it ended in 1994, so she must have done this right afterward. But uh, she was Grandma Ethel in oh, that show. Okay. And I watched that show a little. I was really young yeah. when that show was out. But when I was reading up on it, I found this was kind of interesting. Like All the characters in that show have names. Not all the characters, but most of them have names that are related to gas, like petroleum. Oh, okay. Stuff. So there's... Because that's what they're all going to become. Yeah. So there's Sinclair, Phillips, Hess, BP, Richfield, and Ethel. Wow. It's like methyl ethyl. Little subtle joke there. That's cool. But uh I remember when I was little I like loved dinosaurs, the animal. Yeah. You know, the extinct one. And then I saw that show and I was like, maybe I don't like dinosaurs as much as I thought I did. Because it was basically like Roseanne. Yeah, it was like Roseanne. <laughs> it was so similar to Roseanne. Like working class. <laughs> why why was that a show? Like I mean, people liked it. It was it was on for a while. It just seemed so bizarre. Like there's nothing else really like it. Yeah, I know. Except for Roseanne. The only th- well, I guess it was kind of like Alf, maybe. Yeah. The only thing I remember was the the baby would be like, "How about the baby?" Not, not the mama. Yeah, not the mama. That was ah, his catchphrase. He said, "Not the mama again." <laughs> Got to get him into speech therapy. <laughs> yeah. So I really can't offer a critical opinion on that show because I haven't seen it since I was like five. I don't want to, but let's do an episode where we go through. Each minute by minute. I I also don't want to. Okay. So this waitress has cool clothes, teal. Oh, that was the sticks. other thing. Yeah. Her her outfit, that is the exact uniform from when I worked at the diner. Yeah. This like teal smock thing. But somehow this diner seems like a real old fashioned diner, not like a retro diner. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it seems like it didn't change, not that it was, like, made in the 80s. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know. She also has a red, curly plop of hair on her head, but mm-hmm. she has ears, subtle ears coming down beneath it, her dog ears. And she's got uh, the pointy glasses with the stri- the lanyard thing around them. Yeah, like the but- just readers, like librarians yeah. have. And it's, it's like the person... In- person monster and monsters inc it is very much like that i forgot where her job is but similar thing like grump she's not really grumpy in this but like raspy voiced old lady yeah it's part of the uniform the half half circle glasses that are really low that have the yep. the tether around them sure so they don't fall off and fall on the ground break into a million pieces yeah and then everyone will be like Woo! and you'll be like that's so annoying yeah also Unfortunate for the person whose glasses broke, you jerks. Yeah. Well, usually it's because they think that glasses have broken or maybe a plate. Oh. Oh, okay. So she comes up and says, short stack. Goofy says, right here. And she uh, gives him short stack. Which is a big old mountain of pancakes. Yeah, it is quite large. So when I looked it up, each restaurant chooses what is defined as a short stack 
or a regular stack. There's some flexibility there. Sometimes they don't actually use these names at all. That being said, a short stack is usually two to three pancakes, whereas a regular stack is three or more. Some do larger, like five or six. And IHOP is three and five. Okay. Goofy takes a bite of two in a minute, and he still has four left. So I guess this is almost the maximum number for a... Well, no, this is like a... It's like a tall stack anyway you slice it. He's... He doesn't yeah. slice it up, though. He eats them a lot. He just kind of, like, yeah, scoops it out. Man, when I was in high school, IHOP had this deal for, for a really short time where you could get unlimited pancakes for mm-hmm. a certain amount of money, like $5 or something. Mm-hmm. And personally, I'm like, who wants unlimited pancakes? That sounds gross. Yeah. But we all went there, and a friend of mine ate 24 pancakes. His I I don't know what that does to your stomach, but I can't imagine it's good. How many did he eat in review? Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Uh, a lot. It was like 20 or 30, yeah. right? It wasn't that much more. Yeah. And they're they're like normal-sized pancakes. They're not gigantic. They're like uh, maybe four inches wide. Yeah. There's a lot of pancakes. Comedy Central Show Review. Check it out. Hilarious show. Okay. Um. So then she says, she says, here you go, hon. Then she says, eggs, eggs, eggs. <laughs> eggs we did not do it justice you have to look up the clip on youtube of goofy movie eggs it's the best voice ever it's really it will stick in your brain and it has i totally remember that from childhood Mm. eggs it's like if if you spelled it it'd be like e h h h h h g s (laughs) eggs and she knows who ordered the eggs. It's the other person there. That's he's only one. He's not answering. But come yeah, on. she's just being playful. Yeah, okay. So yeah, she doesn't sound irritated. She doesn't sound as irritated as we're making her sound. She's got like a raspy, fun energy somehow. Yeah, she also might be a magician. Did you notice that during this whole interaction, their drinks disappear? Yeah. They're... At some point, there's only a coffee, and it looks like Max is drinking it. Yeah, and the. There was a water and a coffee, and then nothing, and then the coffee's back, and then later the water comes back. But, like, yeah. Is this your drink? Ooh. So, yeah, that, that's really what it was, the um, the egg, the whole eggs bit. bit. Misdirection. Yeah. Just to keep... The, the, so plate, not... was, the plate was the prestige. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, then she brought the cups back, too. Yeah. So, anyway, she gives him two sunny side eggs, uh, well... So then she says, here you go, cutie, which he's probably the age where he doesn't want to hear cutie anymore. But yeah, it's like right up It's from then. Roxanne. So gets two sunny side up eggs, a bacon smile, and parsley as a nose. A little piece of parsley. And he just looks sick when he looks down at it. But it's just like a still shot of the eggs, and it's like a watercolor. Yeah. So I had that written down, too. It's much more detailed art when it looks at the plate with the eggs it's like ren and stimpy I, yeah when they go in for a close-up it is totally like ren and stimpy that's and they do that a lot in spongebob too mm-hmm. or they'll just pause on this really detailed picture of whatever it is right yeah unusually like in ren and stimpy and in spongebob the intention is to like gross you out yeah but this is just like oh that looks nice like the the, the eggs have the nice crispy brown ring on the sides yeah that shows they're just cooked right they look perfectly cooked yeah so ren and stimpy started in 1991 so maybe that's the that yeah. is kind of the style they're going for but this is just like like it's just like a 
they just they wanted to do a close up of the eggs so you could see the shape because they wanted that to be the thing you're focused on not like you can just kind of see it like you can later but they can't in a movie of this quality have just a big old plate with the detail that they've been drawing everything else Mm -hmm. and this is a static shot obviously because they're not moving and if it's moving then it's like it wouldn't really hit the joke Mm -hmm. this kind of funny to be looking like how max is looking which is like emotionally hung over (laughs) tired you know yeah uh guilty and i think he can't eat because he's guilty you see goofy eats really fast but he didn't get any high dad soup oh yeah and he's he would have had to fork out just those letters hi dad because that's all his selfish son left for him (laughs) yeah he probably eat a lot he's also one of those tall skinny types that can eat like a really surprisingly large amount of food i know his type yeah yeah you've seen these people it's crazy so so yeah max still looks sad even though he's got the happiest breakfast in the on the planet yeah happiest breakfast on the planet i just love the parsley nose because it's like a place of of this like this greasy spoon like quality to be like and we have parsley for garnish here it is it's like right in the middle of your plate (laughs) yeah um so while goofy's eating and looking at him he just kind of breaks the yolk which like it has an animation of the yolk spreading yeah which i think is a great detail it cuts to goofy but when it cuts back it's just all mush like now he has scrambled eggs and bacon's gone yeah once again, magician. Waitress <laughs> or magician. Why not both? Yeah. You know that saying? You can't unscramble an egg? Nope. Apparently you can. Magic. <laughs> Wait, what? That is... Oh. <laughs> how, that is a saying. How, how, is, how, how is it true? How was it able to do it? Because he has sunny side up eggs, and then he has scrambled eggs, and then he has sunny side up eggs. Oh, he does? Again? I'm pretty sure. Oh. Oh, maybe not. I just saw it becoming more and more mush. Well, you know what they say. You can't unscramble an egg. That's probably still true. <laughs> so, uh, Goofy now looks at the map and the keys. You see their keys and the Walt Disney keychain. And he says, Max, I think we need to talk about this. Max uh, plays it cool, huh? Ooh, ooh. Yeah, and I think the audience also is like, oh, crap. He's going to talk about that thing. Yeah. And then he says, it seems to me you need to start taking some responsibility around here. Holds up the map. What's he going to do with it? Bonk him on the head and say, respect your dad. (laughs) No. Bad. Don't change the map. Bad boy. (laughs) Uh, But we don't know because that's in the next minute. And my New Year's resolution is to not accidentally talk about my thoughts about future minutes. Except for maybe when I said that the nuns would be at Powerline. Well, whatever. We all have little slip ups. We're human. We can hope. Yeah. Um, And is that the all the things you have to say about this diner here so far? I think that's all I got. Wonderful. I am ready for you to read me a story. You want to hear a tale about a dog? Yes. Oh, man. Chapter 11. The next morning, Bigfoot was gone. Goofy found the car keys and gathered their gear. Then they headed to a restaurant. I think we need to talk. Goofy stopped eating his breakfast. He turned to Max. In his hand, he held the map. Max choked on his cereal. Did Goofy know he had changed the route? You should take some responsibility. I think you're ready for it now. Goofy stood, facing everyone in the restaurant. Well, that's it. Eggs. 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 That's all we got. So why don't you go to our Facebook page? What's it? It's a Goofy Movie Minute 
something. If you look for a Goofy movie, there's only three things. There's the official page, there's the movie itself, and there's our podcast. Yeah, it's a Goofy Movie Minute dash podcast. That's how you know it's the podcast. Send us a link. Can you poke us anymore? Does the fo- Facebook let you poke people? I, I don't think so. All and right. I'm, I think that's for the best. Hashtag me too. So we also want to uh, have you email us at goofymovieminute at gmail.com, right? Yes. But I'll be honest, we don't post on the Facebook that much. But if you like it, every time we see a like, we will try to do that. And what about our Instagram? Is that still going? Still exists. It's a. Uh... Is it archived <laughs> or is it active? It's a. Uh, it's still there. It's still chugging along. It's there in the same way that Uncle Buck is still there. He'll always be there. You could go back and watch it anytime you want, but it's not in the forefront of your mind. He's still there. Like RoboCop is still there. You can buy it on Blu-ray for a dollar at the Dollar Tree. But in a way, is he alive or is he still more machine now than man, like Darth Vader? <laughs> it's impossible to know okay well thanks for sticking around and staying subscribed you see this podcast from now on we vow to never take a break this long unless something happens unless we have to move headquarters again oh that's right yeah so like you said we we're in a totally different studio now got that uh got that pure Leda money so it's nice we got air conditioning two dogs and another dog and another dog <laughs> Air conditioning, two dogs, bottle of water, a third dog. <laughs> you you betcha. So thanks for listening. Eggs. There <laughs> you go, cutie. Here you go. Shucks. A Goofy Movie Minute is not endorsed by Walt Disney Pictures, Walt Disney Television Animation, or Disney Toon Studios. The podcast is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. A Goofy Movie and all names, characters, images, and audio are registered trademarks and or copyrights of their respective trademark and copyright holders. You can get in contact with the podcast creators at agoofymovieminute at gmail.com. The Minute by Minute podcast format was created by Alex Robinson and Pete the Retailer of Star Wars Minute. You can find that podcast at StarWarsMinute.com.